BYU's new president, C. Shane Reese, is enthusiastic about a lot of things. Sports, from football to pickleball, reading, gardening, peanut butter, and his chosen field of study, statistics. I am weirdly passionate about statistics. And as he starts his presidency, he's bringing this trademark passion to his new position. Boy, I love so many things about BYU. I love our mission. I love our students. Welcome to the Y Magazine podcast, bringing you ideas, stories, and voices from Brigham Young University. My name is Whitney Archibald, and today we get to chat with the new president of BYU, President C. Shane Reese, to get to know more about him, his history with BYU, and a few fun surprises, too. You'll be able to read a feature article about President Reese, his career and his vision for BYU, as well as a retrospective about former president Kevin J. Worthen in the summer 2023 issue of Y Magazine, coming this July. I sat down with President Reese on a misty spring morning in his former office as the academic vice president of BYU, just a few weeks before he moved down the hall to the president's office. He greeted me with his characteristic enthusiasm and instantly made me feel like we'd known each other for years. And then my microphone wouldn't turn on. Luckily, his worked, but please excuse the sound quality of my half of the conversation. I would love to start by just asking you how you found out about this new position and what you were thinking. Uh, We were making plans to go to Jerusalem to go and learn about the operations at Jerusalem Center. And I got an email about a week before we were to go. And the email indicated that there were some members of the board of trustees that wanted to uh, visit with my wife and I. And of course, our minds went wild about what all this could mean. And so it turns out that they invited us to assume the role as president, and we almost missed our flight to Jerusalem. It was literally the day we left for Jerusalem that we met with them. And so it was for us just, first of all, it was a shock. Uh, we we were completely blindsided, but it was it was a, a wonderful experience, and we and we made our flight and we made our flight too. That's the other thing. So, but what a flight! Yeah. I bet there were some things going <laughs> through your head. We, we had we had all these great plans of sleeping the whole way to we, to, to to Jerusalem, and unfortunately, those were changed significantly with the news. So I we bet. didn't sleep at all. So. Oh, that's that's intense. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, what do you love about BYU? Why are you excited about this new position? Uh Boy, I love so many things about BYU. It's really hard for me to put my finger on one. But I will say that it starts for me with the mission. I love the fact that we can both try to improve ourselves academically, try to become a better statistician or an engineer or a social scientist, but but also to improve ourselves spiritually. I love that we can do both of those things, that it's not one or the other. And, and in so many places, you have to choose. I love that. I love our students. Uh, I was in a classroom just yesterday, and I was there with our students, and I was reminded of what brought me here in the first place. In fact, I think that was the single most compelling factor when I decided to leave Los Alamos National Laboratory, which was a job I loved, and to come to BYU was the students and being part of kind of the, the life and the excitement the goodness of our students. I love our students. So those are the things that really get me excited is I love our mission. I love our students. Great. So what did prompt you to leave and come here? Yeah. 
so I went to graduate school at Texas A&M. And uh, after graduating, I got really what most people would describe as my dream job. I'm from New Mexico. The Los Alamos National Laboratory offered me a job uh, at really the highest level of statistics. I worked with other scientists solving big science problems. You know, there was this whole idea of working on the the nuclear weapons program, which has sort of provided national security for a long time. It, it was really great. We built a new home in Santa Fe. Uh, really kind of a dream existence for yeah. my wife and I. A brand new temple in New Mexico. We were really excited. We thought, oh, this is where we're going to end up. And uh, one of my colleagues in statistics said, you know, we have an opening position. Would you be interested in applying? And candidly, my initial reaction was, no, I, I'm really not that interested in applying. And he just persisted and said, we, we just would love to have you come out and pay a visit. And... Um, it turns out that that visit was the secret sauce. I got here. I was reminded of all of the amazing experiences I had as a student. I was reminded what it is that makes BYU so special on that visit. And then, and then we made it a matter of prayer, and, and it was clear what we needed to do. And oh, so we great. sort of left behind a home and a life and a job that we thought was going to be our kind of end state and came to BYU and we have never looked back. It has been such an amazing experience for me and for my my whole family. We're a BYU family and it's been amazing. Well, and apparently for your students too, because I have just read rave reviews of how your class led them to enjoy statistics or even major in statistics. I have to admit, I have never taken a statistics class. We could still change that. We could. We could. I'm up for learning new things. But I would love a a good sell. Like, why should I learn about statistics or anyone? Well, I I am weirdly passionate about statistics. Uh, My wife still doesn't quite understand that part of me. But statistics for me is just an amazing way to think about the world. It's sort of not exactly math. And it's not exactly philosophy. It's sort of this wonderful way to wrestle with uncertainty. And if you go back and look at sort of what are the great developments of the last century, most people would put statistics in the top 10 list of things that were the great developments of the last century. So it is a, a this great way of wrestling with uncertainty. It's also a great way to kind of settle arguments without having to <laughs> use a lot of words. And as a statistician, I always like solutions that require fewer words. So I love statistics. It's such a great tool. We sometimes call statistics the, the gatekeepers of science. I mean, it really has this amazing place for, for people who have at least some aptitude for quantitative things to really solve scientific problems and really to play around in other people's backyards. I mean, I, I've worked on everything from sports to weapon systems to solving climate crises in the world. All of these things are because I had this statistical background. So getting, getting to play around in everyone else's backyard has is, is been an amazing thing for me scientifically. Yeah, you don't really think of it as being so interdisciplinary, but it really is. It touches it, everything. Every discipline that, really is touched and that's by it. So, fascinating yeah. you get to learn new things. I love it. That's yep, great. I love it. Awesome. Okay, so one of the questions that I love from the BYU application, and a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast have had to answer this, <laughs> is 
to describe a topic, idea, or experience that you find so engaging that it makes you lose all track of time. And I mean, maybe we've already answered that with statistics, but is there anything else you want to add to that? Uh, well, I, I often find myself with a good book that I can find myself losing track of time. I wish I had more time to do that, but I find myself really losing track of time with, with a great book. But at its core, I can absolutely sit down and take a, especially a sports statistics problems. That's one of my research areas. And I can bury myself and get completely lost in the process of trying to solve this complex problem. I mean, like literally find myself waking up in the morning and having not gone to bed because I just got so engrossed. So I love that. I love that when people just find a passion. Yeah. I took a statistics class as a freshman and, and really I took it as a prerequisite because I was planning on being a business major. And for me, it was kind of a love at first sight. I was in what is a kind of a low-level class that I'm not sure many people would find kind of the the hook for them. And for me, that was it. I, I knew that I'd found something that I had a passion for, that I could kind of invest my life, at least professional life, in pursuing. So, yeah, it, it did it. It was, it was kind of love at first sight. That is wonderful. So I'd like to explore your time at BYU a little bit more. What did you do for fun when you were here? <laughs> yeah, I, I was raised in New Mexico, and my high school had only a handful of members of the church, we, and we were the largest high school in the state. So coming to BYU was a little bit of a culture shock. I, I was surrounded by members of the church, and that was a first for me in my life. But I found it unbelievably satisfying. I loved being with other members of the church. It took me a little bit to get to that point, uh-huh. but we have freshman award reunions, really? even to this day. I mean, it was only, it was only a few years ago we graduated, but uh, we've had multiple reunions with the 19th ward, and it was because of the relationships I built. I can't even tell you these are these are some of my most cherished friends, and they persist to this day. Uh, these amazing people. In fact, I received notification from a few of these friends even when, when they learned of this news. So for me, it was the the things we did, the trips up the canyon to roast marshmallows, the, the trips to the Manti pageant. We just did so many things together as freshmen. The dances, the, the whole experience is still just so vivid for me. Yeah, I remember that. I was from a small town in California, and I just couldn't believe I had never seen so many members of the church in my life. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Um, So let's talk a little bit about your family. What are some of the the traditions that you have or the things that you love to do together? Yeah, probably um, the the first thing I would say is that a lot of our family activities are built on food of various types. We like to eat together. And I think it's really for us a a chance to socialize. We're, We're kind of a movie family. We do quite a bit of traveling, but we don't go to exotic places all the time. My kids will remind me that we don't go to exotic enough places. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're a family that likes the mountains and the beaches, uh, so we'll sort of go to both. And we work in an adventure, too, when we can do that. But uh, we, our time is just we love being together. We have a close family. Our family all still lives close to us here. Yeah, we have uh, all either current or former BYU students. Our daughter graduated from BYU, and other daughter, our middle daughter, and our youngest son are current BYU students. So so we're a BYU family. Yes, indeed. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So I hear that part of your career decision 
related to BYU was dependent on a coin toss. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great story. Uh, so, like I said, I'm really interested in sports statistics, and it's it's been a passion of mine. Most people watch ESPN for sort of the news. I'm watching for the next research question. I listen to people say things, and I think, I think I can prove that wrong. And so I've always had this passion about sports. I, I sort of think that statistics can help solve a lot of the, the real problems and difficulty that exist in sports. I think they can give a competitive advantage. So I was sitting in my office one day, and I, I got a phone call. And uh, the, the person on the line said, uh, this is Andy Reid from the Philadelphia Eagles. And... I hung up the phone because I thought that this is one of my friends just messing with me. This is not funny. And the phone rang back and the person said, hi, this is Andy Reid. And then I realized it really was Andy Reid. And sort of my voice cracked a little bit, said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I hung up on you. Uh, and he talked about wanting to have me come out and to talk to him a little bit about what I did with sports and how that might be able to help them gain competitive advantage in the NFL. And this is a dream come true. In many ways, I was built for just such an opportunity, a passion for sports. I got statistics that I love, and this is the combination of those two things. And so we went and visited with him and with the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles and had this wonderful interview, and they offered me a front office job, uh, which – Again, I, I still say this, and at times I think this can't have really happened to me because this is such a, an amazing thing. And uh, my wife and I knew that we had to consider this opportunity seriously. And so we did what we would always do in these cases. We made a list of pros, a list of cons, uh, and got to the point where the list was equal-sized, both the pros and the cons, and we couldn't decide. And we'd been through this process for about two weeks. We labored over this decision. And realized we weren't getting anywhere. We really couldn't decide between staying at BYU and taking this job with the Philadelphia Eagles. And so one day when we had to let the Philadelphia Eagles know whether we were going to come or not come, we still weren't decided. And we were sitting at the door where we gathered before we left each morning for prayer, before we walked out for the day. And my wife said, I'm done. We're we're making no progress, and we have got to get this decision made because I'm through. Yeah. Uh, and I said, well, I'm a statistician. I know how we solve this problem. We just <laughs> flip a coin. And my wife said, there is no way we're going to make this kind of a life decision by flipping a coin. And I said, do you have other better uh, suggestions? And she decided that she'd had enough, so we decided we were going to flip a coin. So she grabbed a coin off the countertop, which was sitting right there, and she flipped it. And I grabbed it out of the air, and I said, hold on. This is not best two out of three. We're going to flip the coin once. And she said, I agree. We're flipping a coin. Heads we go, tails we stay. So she grabbed the coin and flipped it. And it was really it, – it, this was one of those moments where everything goes slow motion. <laughs> I'm Just, picturing it right ooh, now. <laughs> ooh, you watch every flip of that coin, and it bounced around, clank, clank, clank. And it rolled and hit against the wall and rolled around the floor, and it landed against the wall on its side. Oh, my gosh. This can't happen. I'm a statistician. This has probability zero. Uh, but it, it, it happened. And this is, this is a remarkable experience for us. But, but I think what it really taught us was that the Lord was not going to let us get off that easily and that he was going to make us go through the process that we knew. And we'd already gone through some of that, but to spend a little bit more time and be more deliberate. And we ended up uh, having an amazing experience in the temple where it was confirmed for us that we really needed to stay here. 
at BYU. And, and that was a surprising result. Yeah. But it has been for us uh, one that has meant everything to us as being here at BYU. Yeah, and those are those hard decisions where, you know, it's, it's not so hard when it's black and white. Yeah. But when there's two great options... I guess we'll all be tossing the coin more. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Just hope they don't land on their side. So <laughs> That's great. Well, I think we would all love to just get to know you personally a little bit better. Great. So I want to know what sport you like to play the most and what you like to watch the most. I, I definitely like to play basketball. In fact, okay. I think my associations at the university, I probably have more associations through faculty basketball that we play kind of once a week nice. than I do in an academic sphere. Hopefully so you guys it, keep it clean. It, we, oh yeah. <laughs> I won't confirm or deny whether it looks like church ball on right. steroids. I'm not going to say. I'll just leave it at we have a great time to playing basketball with one another. So I love to play basketball. And, but I probably played a little less since I got in this job, and I still play a little bit of tennis. So I, I love tennis, and, I, and our family plays pickleball together. So that's another thing. Uh, watch is there's probably no question. I'm a, I'm a huge baseball fan, but when you talk about watching sports, I'm a football guy. Uh, college football, NFL. Uh, I even like high school football. I'll occasionally go haunt a high school football game. So I just lo- I love football watching. And so. I guess there's another question for you: which which statistics are most interesting for you? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. So 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 all of them. Yeah. I mean, that's almost to, like asking a parent which one of their children is the favorite. They're just not. You can't answer that. They're all your favorites. So <laughs> that's great. What are some of your other hobbies? I don't since I've taken this job and and probably into my next job I don't have much time for hobbies. I, I really uh, w- w- except for spending time with my family caring for our yard. We we have a garden and we keep our garden. I, I th- my wife is going to say that that is not my hobby, it's hers and she clearly does more work in the garden than I do. But we have a garden we like to to maintain in our yard. And we're pretty boring it turns out when it comes to hobbies, but 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 we spend a lot of time at work. Well, I don't know about that because I did hear some rumors about some high school hobbies that you had. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, uh, what what's this rumor about a band you were in? So, so we had a punk band when I was in high school. And for those of you that know anything about punk music, it, the musical ability of the members of the punk band is not particularly impressive. <laughs> and the least talented member of a punk band is the lead singer because that requires absolutely no talent whatsoever. And I was the lead singer of a punk band for a while in high school. I have had students try hard to find old YouTube clips of our band and I have yet to see anyone produce one I, so. <laughs> and that's why you're glad you maybe were in an earlier time a little bit <laughs> that's for, exactly for high school right. that's I have exactly. the same feeling there's not a lot of documentation <laughs> that's which exactly might be a good right. thing <laughs> that's great um, since you love to read what is the last book you read well, I'll say maybe the last good book. It's not yeah, the yeah, last book I read, yeah. but but uh, uh, I thought that uh, Jonathan Sachs' book, Morality, was maybe one of the better books I've read in the last 10 years. It was remarkable. I highly recommend it to everybody. He's a, he's, he recently passed away, uh, but one of the great thinkers, he's a, he's a Jewish rabbi, and he, that book is just such a great commentary on where we are as a society and, and the things that might make us become a more moral society. It was really, it was amazing. Oh, fascinating. So, yeah. Well, great. Now we all have something else to add to our list. What is one of the most random classes you've taken at BYU? 
uh, random classes at BYU. Uh, so, so I took a theater and film course when I was here, yeah, which was – I think it's fair to say it was way out of my comfort zone uh, because they, these were mostly uh, classic films and, and art films. Uh, but I found it absolutely stimulating. I loved the class, uh, but I wouldn't wouldn't have predicted that that would have been on my my typical list. It was, it fulfilled an arts and letters requirement, and I loved it. So. Gotta love GE. Yeah, right? they they're amazing. Have, they get they, they get you going. Yeah, trying new things. It was it was amazing. I loved it. Awesome. Okay. And what is your favorite food? My favorite food. I am. I am like a three-year-old when it comes to my taste in food. I, I. I am kind of a foodie. I like fine food, but when you say favorite food, I'm more of a comfort food guy. I'm, I'm a huge peanut butter and jelly fan, well, and actually, it's mostly peanut butter. Uh, I can eat peanut butter without jelly. Uh, and pizza. I'm a pizza guy. Those are my two go-to foods. And and if I have the choice. With anything else, I'll choose those two things. Well, that's probably a good thing, especially for your new schedule, because those are both good grab-and-go. <laughs> grab-and-go. That's, that's probably what may, but I love Excellent. those two foods. Yeah, Excellent. So. Okay, so I would love to know, what is your one of your favorite scriptures? I'm sure you yeah, have Yeah, it's one. hard to say more than one. Uh, uh, so so I, I love uh, King Benjamin's address. It is just a remarkable thing in Mosiah. And, and Mosiah 319 for me. It gives me something to aspire to, uh, and, and I love the Christ-like characteristics that are described in Mosiah 3.19. So I would say that for sure, Mosiah 3.19 is my, one of my go-to scriptures that I, that I always look to as something that, that I can work on. I, I never feel like it's a list of things that I'm ever going to achieve, but I can always be working on. That's wonderful. Well, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you, and I'm sure that our listeners are glad to get to know you too and spend the next many years with you as the Thank, thanks for the of time. It's been, it's been a pleasure to be with you today. This is awesome. I don't know about you, but I'm almost as enthusiastic as President Reese himself after that conversation with him. As we say goodbye, we could probably all use a memory jug for Mosiah 319, so I'll leave you with King Benjamin's inspiring invitation. For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. Thank you for listening to the Y Magazine podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd share it with your friends and leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. To learn more about President Shane Reese, look for an article by Peter Gardner in the summer issue of Y Magazine this July. This episode was produced by me, Whitney Archibald, with executive producer Denya Palmer. Original music and mixing by Jarrett Davis.